Can you outwit the deadly ninja assassins? Only minutes after arriving in China for a kung fu tour, your best friend Billy vanishes. Your search for him takes you around Shanghai, where you are led to the Temple of the White Lotus Society. According to the master of this secret society, you must pass a period of training and initiation before they'll help you find Billy. The master of the White Lotus Society seems honorable, but can you be sure? What if he is lying and trying to trick you? If you decide to shave your head and join the White Lotus Society, turn to page 68. If you decide instead to return to America without looking for Billy any further, turn to page 101. But think carefully. This ancient land holds many deadly secrets. You might be asked to capture a highly trained ninja assassin. Your best friend Billy. Or, you may return to America with a bag of gold coins. What happens next in the story? It all depends on the choices you make. How does the story end? Only you can find out. And the best part is that you can keep reading and rereading until you've had not one, but many incredibly daring experiences. You're the star. 16 exciting endings. Choose Your Own Adventure, Book 88, Master of Kung Fu, by Richard Brightfield, illustrated by Frank Bowl. Welcome to Incredibly Daring, a podcast where we read vintage Choose Your Own Adventure books to each other and make generally poor decisions. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jason. I'm Connie. And before we start critiquing this book, um, I just want to put out up at uh, the top of the show that we now have a new page on our website where folks can go to look at the gallery of all of the Choose Your Adventure covers for all of the books that we have read so far. Oh. You can click on the picture to enlarge it, to take a look at it. I don't know how well that works on phones. I don't think it really enlarges it all that much on phones and stuff, but... Tablets, PC should work great. And then you can actually click the um, the title link and it'll take you straight to the page that that book is located on. Where you can download the episode if you want, read the show notes, all that good shit. So it's pretty cool. Sweet. Happy day. And on to criticizing books. <laughs> We've uh, Richard Brightfield and Frank Bull are old hands at this by now, right? Yes, they are. Um, and this is actually the first in what I feel is kind of a new series of children adventure books that are master of insert martial art of your favor. Oh. There's going to be quite a few of these coming up. So sweet. I think Richard, Thank you. Yeah, Richard Breitfeld almost goes exclusively doing these books from now on. Because so. he wants to be the master of Choose Your Adventure. Or he just ran out of ideas. Or he oh. watched Karate Kid too many times. Yeah. Thanks, what, Karate what Kid. Did, what year did this come out? 89, early 89. Yeah, so, Karate right. Kid, a few too many Chuck Norris movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, martial arts were pretty big in the 80s, so especially with little boy demographics. So yeah. they thought that they could bank on these, but I don't think they were actually all that popular. And I think most people look back on them as kind of, yeah. So I took karate in the 80s as well. Oh. So did I. <laughs> Two whole weeks. <laughs> and I was like, nope, done. I, I think mine lasted three whole weeks oh. maybe i ain't got that kind of discipline i ain't i don't know down with it how, wait how racist is this cover um i don't know it's a bunch of asians beating up a white kid or planning to beat up a white kids so oh, yeah. okay. depends on your That's interpretation i suppose mm-hmm. i mean it looks like he's breaking into their home it does look like that so that seems legit i mean 
but you are kind of assuming that that's their home because there's Asian trappings and they're Asian men. Oh, I do find it interesting that they're all wearing geese, though. Mm-hmm. Except for the I mean, potential housebreaker. They do have that hippie beaded curtain, though. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the fact that on the back of the book, our choices are to basically do the thing or shave our head off. <laughs> shave our head and join the, the society or just go back to america and like, fuck you billy don't know what happened to billy don't care also like that they spoiled that your friend billy might yeah. become a ninja assassin mm-hmm. yeah that like, seems like something you maybe shouldn't have put in the in the trailer yeah. for the movie yeah yep. like like save that uh-huh that's that's gonna be the big thing that people are talking about when they walk out of the theater just saying mm-hmm Spoilers. Well, we'll see if we even get there. No, no, that's our goal now. I mean, considering that this is probably Billy. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Winter Soldier here. So. That's fucking fantastic. Look at the socks and the shorts. Wow. Oh my God, that's great. Is there like a, maybe a fall soldier? <laughs> Spring soldier. Pop autumn soldier. Man, uh, he's the best. He's going to be the best assassin slash spy ever if that's Billy. Yeah. Freckle face, mop headed, Bermuda shorts with high socks. Striped are socks they Bermuda or are they camouflage? I mean, they could be either, but they're, they're definitely they're like board actual. shorts. <laughs> they, look, they look a little board shorty, yeah. but, but they could be camo too, although I don't know. Yeah, let's get to that where Billy can kill us yeah. real easy. Warning. Do not read this book straight through from beginning to end. These pages contain many different adventures that you may have when you travel to China for a kung fu tour with your best friend. Whatever the fuck that is. Right? Kung, I guess you go to different kung fu. I don't even know what they're called. Studios? Dojos? Dojos? Mm. Yeah. Maybe. And then Museums? Kung fu? All those kung yeah, fu museums? Kung, kung fu Yeah. They, they go to kung fu towns. Yeah. They only visit kung fu towns. There we go. And they only listen to kung fu bands. Kung fu musics. From time to time as you read along, you'll be asked to make a choice. Your choice may lead to success or disaster. Each adventure you take is the result of your choice. You are responsible because you choose. After you make a choice, follow the instructions to see what happens to you next. Think carefully before you make a decision. Young tourists visiting China have been vanishing mysteriously. If you don't find your best friend soon, you may spend your entire vacation fighting against ninja. Alone. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Can you imagine listening to nothing but everybody was kung fu fighting for like <laughs> the entire amount that this trip is supposed to take? The one and only kung fu song. The one and only kung fu song. The only one that we know. That's true. You can hardly believe it. It's the first time you've ever flown. Here you are on a jumbo jet thousands of feet above the Pacific Ocean on your way to China. Oh, what a terrible first flight. (laughs) You want to sit in a plane for 15, 16 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Your best friend Billy is seated next to you. Thanks to him, you'll be spending this month of your summer vacation in China. Thanks, Billy. Billy's a martial arts nut. Mm-hmm. His kung fu school arranged a tour of China for his martial arts class. And you managed to talk your parents into letting you come too, even though you haven't been studying kung fu. Oh. It's a weird little scammer, schemer. Yeah. Uh, You're a a groupie. You're a kung fu groupie. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
Your Billy's kung fu groupie. Yeah. <laughs> you follow him around and fuck him. <laughs> Billy was like, I'm going to need a fluffer on this trip. Yep. <laughs> Everybody was kung fu fluffing. <laughs> Those hands were fast as light. <laughs> Billy spends most of the flight telling you about China and kung fu. Oh, God. Can I switch seats? <laughs> The Shaolin Temple in central China is where Kung Fu all got started, Billy says excitedly, filling the air with Kung Fu and karate chops. Sir, you're going to have to calm down on this plane. Yeah. You know what's funny, I mean, thinking about it, is little Bermuda short Billy can already kick your ass at the beginning of the book. Right. Yeah. <laughs> can, can we have the Sky Marshal, please? Yeah. His hands are registered weapons. <laughs> It's going to take over the plane. (laughs) Another really interesting thing about China, Japan, and the Orient is the ninja, Billy tells you as he pulls out a book and points to a picture. The ninja spent years training to become assassins. They were masters of kung fu and all the other martial arts, too. They also knew how to use a lot of different weapons, poison, trickery, disguise, hypnotism, and even magic. Like, street-level magic. The card ho- tricks. Hover okay. two inches off the ground by lifting one toe. Mm-hmm. Pull, pull a needle out of your like arm or power. You pull a quarter out from behind your ear. Yeah. 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 And then kill you with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to meet Ninja on the tour, you ask? Of course not, says Billy, playfully punching your arm. That's all ancient history. There aren't any ninja anymore. And then breaking your arm. Because he's so strong. Because his hands are registered weapons. Finally, exhausted from having your arm broken and talking, (laughs) you lie back in your seat and daydream about the Great Wall of China, the Forbidden City, the Imperial Palace, even panda bears. Okay. Even Panda Express. (laughs) The only Chinese things you know about. (laughs) Please fasten your seatbelts says the flight attendant, gently shaking your arm, your broken arm. (laughs) We're about to land. You scream in pain and lean toward the window to look for Shanghai Airport and see the city below you. And obviously not buckling our seatbelt. Yeah, I know. The river lined with large buildings snakes through the center of it. You brace yourself and cross your fingers as the plane touches down. With a squeal of brakes, it comes to a stop, hurling you down the cabin. (laughs) You're dead the end. (laughs) Going back to America in a box, kid. (laughs) You and Billy leave the plane and enter a modern airport terminal. Officials check your passports as you move through customs. Then you exchange your American money for some strange-looking Chinese money called yuan. Is that how it's pronounced? Y-U-A-N? Yep. Yuan. Yuan. It is yuan. All right. Okay. Outside the terminal, you hail a red flag taxi. It looks like a large 1950s Buick, but it's actually made in China. Okay. You Americans, the driver who is wearing a New York Yankees baseball cap asks you, I speak very good English. Where to, boss? Okay. Well, does Billy... Is it short round? Yes. It's short round. As an adult. Does Billy not speak Chinese? Billy doesn't look like he speaks English. He's... (laughs) That's true. Billy, yeah. Billy Mm. speaks American. Mm -hmm. Billy looks at the piece of paper the travel agent gave him back home. The Peace Hotel on Nanjing Road, he says. Hanhua, says the driver. Peace Hotel, very good. You grip the edge of your seat as the cab speeds away from the airport, 
towards the hub of the city, about 15 miles away. You arrive at a vast checkerboard of low, whitewashed houses and boxy apartment buildings. The taxi barrels around a corner into a honeycomb of narrow streets and screeches to a stop. You stare in amazement at the chaos in the street, thick with bicycles. The riders are all jingling their bicycle bells, and radio loudspeakers blasting from all directions add to the terrific den. The cab inches along through the crowd behind a rumbling trolley car. Is it always like this? You ask the cab driver. Nanjing Road, all the time very busy, the driver shouts over the den. Many miles long, many shops. Finally, you reach the Peace Hotel. You pay the cab driver with your Chinese yuan and hope he gives you the right change. Oh, God. You gave him a real generous tip. Mm -hmm. The tour doesn't begin till tomorrow morning, so after you check into the hotel and drop off your bags, you rush back outside, anxious to explore Shanghai. Billy, his camera slung over his shoulder, studies the street map. There should be a Photoshop around here somewhere, he says. I want to find out how long it takes to get film developed. Let's go, you say enthusiastically, fascinated by the hustle and bustle of Shanghai. Oh, you're going to be jet-lagged as hell tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Nanjing Road is still teeming with bicycle riders and people. You're trying to cross the road when Billy is almost run down by a bicycle. As he jumps back, you see someone in the crowd snatch the camera off his shoulder. <gasps> hey, stop! Billy shouts and plunges into the crowd after oh, no, the thief. He's going to kill him! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is now running down a side street. Wait for me, you yell, but Billy is already out of sight. You push through the crowd, but you've lost him. You run in the direction that Billy and the thief went. You see Billy at the end of the block, across the street, standing in the doorway of a shop. Billy, wait, you shout, and wave your hands. Billy stops and turns in your direction at the same time as a trolley car passes in front of you. The trolley passes, and he's gone. <gasps> Magic. Oh no, he ducked into a shop. <laughs> Just look for the blonde child. The only, the blonde, only child blonde child in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you run to the doorway where Billy was standing. It's the entrance to a photo store. Ta-da! <laughs> you walk in and look around. It takes a moment for your eyes to adjust to the dim light. You see a wooden shelf lined with cameras. One of them looks like Billy's. Take it and run. You are startled when a small Chinese woman suddenly appears out of the shadows. She is dressed in a blue silk dress with a high collar. You want to buy camera? She asks. There's going to be a lot of broken English in this, I think. Mm -hmm. No, you answer. I'm looking for my friend. I think he just came in here. No see anyone here all the time, she says. <laughs> Disappointed and confused, you return to the hotel. There's no sign of Billy at the hotel, and he doesn't return that night. Oh, well. Yeah. Shocks, you say. In the morning, you pack your bag and go home. The end. <laughs> you pack your bag and go to the tour office, hoping that Billy will meet you there. In the office, you see a muscular, middle-aged man looking at a clipboard. You introduce yourself. He shakes your hand vigorously. Hi, I'm Robert Cole. I'm your tour guide. You can call me Bob. Where's Bob from? Texas. <laughs> Probably. Bob's from China. Glad to meet you, Bob, you say. Can you tell me if Billy Richards has shown up yet? Bob checks his clipboard and shakes his head. Nope, haven't seen him. Bob glances quickly at his watch. All aboard, he yells. You watch in dismay as everyone boards the bus. Can't you wait for him, you ask in desperation? Sorry, can't do that, Bob shrugs apologetically. If we don't leave right now, we may miss our connection. Are you coming? If you stay in Shanghai to look for Billy, turn to 24. If you board the bus and hope Billy will catch up with the tour, turn to page 34. <laughs> Master of Kung Fu! <laughs>
I don't really care about either option. I yeah, I mean, but like we didn't even come here really to go on the tour. It was more it, Billy's Billy thing. So, well, you came to go go on the tour. Oh, did we? Yes, you talked your parents into letting you go. All right. I kind of want to look for Billy because I feel like if we don't look for Billy, we're never going to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll see him again when he becomes the Winter Soldier. I mean, that's kind of what I kind of want to look for him to see him become the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Let's go uh, find the Autumn Soldier. Let's go and not speak any Chinese. Go find this child. Well, everybody here speaks broken English, so that's not a problem. Hopefully we know where the... It's it's an American action movie, so... That's true. Right. I mean, finding the American's consulate is the first thing you do in any foreign place. (gasps) Okay, so we're going to stay in Shanghai and look for Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You watch as the tour bus vanishes into the traffic down the block. You wait at the tour office, hoping that Billy will show up eventually. But after a few hours, you decide to go back to the hotel to check if Billy has left a message for you there. Wow, you're really optimistic. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You walk back to the hotel and go to the front desk. Did my friend Billy leave a message for me while I was out? You ask politely. The clerk checks the boxes behind him, but there's nothing there for you. Oh well, you sigh. You better hang around in case Billy comes back, you decide. I think I'll stay here for a few more days and join my tour later, you tell the clerk at the front desk. So sorry, hotel booked up. Find you room another place, he says, picking up the phone and making a few phone calls. Uh, this sounds bad. Mm-hmm. He writes on a slip of paper, Flowery Hotel, Jiangsu Road. You pick up your bag from your room and ask the clerk to keep Billy's suitcase here at the hotel for now. Then you take a cab to the Flowery Hotel. An elderly woman grabs your sleeve as you walk through the doorway. You must be young man Mr. Wu said was coming, the woman says. So you left his bag there and you didn't search it for all his ninja gear. Or anything you can sell so you can afford this. uh... (laughs) Yeah. Extra trip that you got going on now. Mm-hmm. Well, you just have a plenty of yuan that you can just give to people and hope they give you the proper change for. That's true. So you're set. Well, I think uh, the conversion rate back then was one dollar for every one million yuan. Right? We're basically millionaires in China. Mm-hmm. Billionaires, even. The woman takes you to a small room on the second floor. Apparently, you're just going with this check. So, oh, maybe you're gonna lose your virginity too. <laughs> The woman takes you to a small room on the second floor. You're a little disappointed that this room isn't nearly as nice as your room in the other hotel. Apparently, you showed up at the hotel then. All right, I just didn't understand what was going on. You showed up at the Flowery Hotel, and Mr. Wu was the desk guy who called Mm -hmm. her and told her you were on the way. I I, I got that. I did not at all. I didn't follow that even remotely. I was wondering what was happening in your brain. (laughs) I thought you you were leaving the hotel, and some woman pulled you aside. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're part of the hotel syndicate of the city, apparently. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, having figured all that obvious stuff out that I should have <laughs> realized, you're a little disappointed that this room isn't nearly as nice as your room at the other hotel. An old mattress is pushed against one wall with a mosquito net hanging over it. There's also a plain wooden table with two chairs in the other corner. Above you, an ancient ceiling fan slowly revolves. Toilet down hall, she says as she leaves. You change your clothes and leave the hotel to go look for Billy. As you walk out the front door, a man walks briskly past you. You recognize him immediately. He's the man who stole Billy's camera. Oh, okay. If you follow the man, turn to page 45. If you decide to return to the Photoshop, turn to page 48. No, let's follow this man. Because 
that would do something? Going to the camera shop, I mean? We could get the film developed. (laughs) Finally. Uh, Yeah, let's follow this dude. You follow the man. He walks briskly down the street, gliding through the crowd. You have a hard time keeping up. He turns down one side street after another. Soon you are in a poorer and older part of the city. Some of the houses are little more than bamboo shacks. Despite the poverty, you notice that the streets are surprisingly clean. The man increases his pace. You are almost chasing him now. He turns a corner. That's not suspicious. Nope, not Just at all. Just huffing around behind him. He turns a corner. You race around the corner and run into a courtyard. But it's deserted. The man has disappeared. Magic. Like a ninja. Like a ninja. Bewildered and lost, you stand in the dim light of the courtyard. You see several wooden doors with dragons carved into them underneath a long, curving balcony. Suddenly, several of the doors swing open at once. In a flash, you're surrounded by black-robed figures. One of them pulls a knife from beneath his robe and rushes at you, the knife pointing straight at your heart. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, we're dead. Before you can react to the man with the knife, a piercing cry comes from above as a figure hurls down from one of the balconies. A foot flashes past you knocking the knife out of the attacker's hand. He snarls like a wounded tiger, turns towards your rescuer, and crouches in a fighting stance. Another lightning kick catches your attacker in the head. He tumbles into a backward somersault, coming up again in a fighting crouch. There is a blur of action as your rescuer spins in the air, and several men fall to the ground, caught by blows that were too fast for you to see. But there are so many against one. A man rushes him with a short spear. You manage to tackle the spear carrier, and the weapon goes flying into the foot of another man who is about to deliver a kick to the head of your protector. Good job, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> we just tackled a ninja. A ninja. Yeah. And we're now a ninja. We've graduated ninja <gasps> class. Pick that spear up. <laughs> well, it's it's stuck in some other guy's foot now. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah, we're Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then your friend gets off a series of fast blows, knocking out several men at once. Oh, he's our friend now. The attackers seem to have had enough, and they all disappear back through the doors. So there's no possible way you could figure out where they went. No. (laughs) They're gone! Do you speak English, you ask the stranger, after he's caught his breath? Little English, not very good, he answers. How did you get here, you ask him. Follow the same man as you, he says. Why did they attack me, you ask? They think you me, he says. Must leave quickly. Follow me. I take you to safe place. They think you me? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because apparently you guys are identical. Well, I wow. bet it's can't recognize Billy's voice. It's probably Billy. Well, I get. yeah, I mean, he says he doesn't speak very good English, so it probably is Billy. Because yeah, you can't recognize his voice. <laughs> if you follow him, turn to page 61. If you decide to return to the hotel, turn to page 16. Yeah, follow, follow him. him. All right. Yeah. They're like, no, thanks thanks for saving me. I'm going to go back to the hotel. I don't know where it is. Well, the only thing at the hotel is possible losing our virginity, right? Uh Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, Yeah, so the old lady who showed you the room. Yeah, um, the thing about this so far is it seems like the choices have been fairly one-sided. It seems like there's a pretty obvious path. Do nothing or do something. Yeah. Yeah. So, or do the obvious thing or do something inextricably weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Like go to the the, Photoshop when you've already been to the Photoshop and they totally, even if they knew something, she already said she didn't know anything. And Mm -hmm. she's not going to change her story because a 12-year-old shows up Mm -hmm. demanding to know where his friend is. You watch as the man who rescued you pushes open a large door facing the courtyard. You follow him inside and down a long corridor. 
Before you reach the end of the corridor, he opens another door, revealing a stairway leading down. At the bottom of the stairway is a large, completely bare room with cement walls. There is a skylight overhead and a small door in one of the walls. Is this a torture chamber for Bond? <laughs> what is this? No. Sex dungeon. Sex dungeon. That's it. That's it. I told you we're going to lose our virginity one way or another. <laughs> Your friend talks to several men in white kung fu outfits. Oh, this is the white spy's nest. Yeah. And, and they're right next door to the other ninjas? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. I'm not even drunk. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they step aside and you go through the small door into the main hall of a large temple. It is lavishly decorated with gilded panels and carvings on the walls and ceiling. Kung Fu fighters sit meditating on the highly polished wood floor in the center of the room. See, we went on a Kung Fu tour. We ended yeah. up on a Kung Fu tour. Yes, we did. So, objective achieved. Yay. We didn't lie to our parents after all. You stand there for a moment, open-mouthed, staring at the scene. Your rescuer returns with an older man wearing a long, richly embroidered robe. He has a long, straggly Fu Manchu mustache. Yes, he does. And wears a tall, conical hat on his head. Yep. Ooh. My name is Han Shu, he says. I am master of White Lotus Society. We are a secret society that dates back hundreds of years. Let me tell you about our secret society, mm-hmm. white child. We welcome you into our ranks. You, oh. you need only pass a certain period of training and initiation. I mean, we tripped a ninja, so we're set. Mm-hmm. If I join, will the society help to find my best friend, Billy? <laughs> He's disappeared. Yes, Honshu says, as if he already knows what you were going to ask him. You'd like to believe him, but this could all be a trick. I guess. Mm-hmm. If you decide to join the society, turn to page 68. If you decide not to join, turn to 101. Montage! I want a kung fu yeah. montage! Yeah, we need to do the kung fu training montage. Montage! So, 68. Uh-huh. Joining. But still another stupid fucking choice. Yes. Yep. No, I don't want to find Billy anymore. Peace out. Mm-hmm. I'll join your society, you tell Hanshu. Hunhua. Very good, Hanshu says, bows to you. Awkwardly, you bow back. Hanshu gestures for you to follow him. You walk down a narrow hall lined with doors. Hanshu stops and opens one of them. Inside is a tiny room with white walls and a window that looks like an upside-down old-fashioned keyhole. The only pieces of furniture are a low cot and a small square table with a lantern on it. This your room, Hanshu says, and closes the door, leaving you alone. This is going to be like a Wait, kill bill training. I, I need to get my bag from the hotel. hotel. <laughs> I no, should probably let my parents know where I am. Yeah, nope, that's not going to happen. <laughs> We're either. never going home. Even though the room is only a little bigger than your closet back home, it's comfortable. Cool, better than the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it's pretty cozy. You lie down on the cot, it's soft. For some reason, you thought it would be like a bed of nails. Hanshu comes back carrying a white kung fu outfit in one hand and a razor in the other. Must shave head. Then you put this on, he says, holding up the kung fu outfit. You fidget as he shaves off your hair. You hope you don't look too goofy and end up selling flowers at some airport. <laughs> wow. That's, that's the 80s. Yep, another 80s reference. Hmm. At least none of your friends are here to see you now. Yeah, because your one friend disappeared. Yep. Possibly dead. Possibly the Winter Soldier. For the next month... Yeah, your parents are probably worried sick. Uh-huh. You get up each day before dawn and join the Society's Kung Fu Masters and students in the Temple Hall for morning meditation. 
You have one simple meal of rice, vegetables, and some tea before noon. After a week of this diet, you're dying for a slice of pizza and a soda. When you're not meditating, your time is spent in martial arts training, as well as doing your share of chores, scrubbing the floor of the main hall, washing the walls, and picking beeswax out of Han Shu's honey jars. Yeah, this Kill Bill training. You also have a philosophy lesson with Han Shu every day. You must understand the Tao, the natural flow of energy in yourself, the universe, and in everything. Internal energy. Very important. But most important of all, he says, including the lesson for the day, make certain no beetles invade tomato patch. <laughs> to Mr. Miyagi. Yep. Mr. Chinese Miyagi. One day Han Shu is smiling broadly when you sit down in front of him for your lesson. No more lessons. You now initiated in White Lotus Society. You must return to America at once and find this boy. He is a deadly and highly trained ninja assassin of the Black Dragon Society. You almost faint with shock when Han Shu shows you the photo. It's your friend Billy. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. After one month, he's become... Yeah, on par with Billy. Well, Billy has become a deadly assassin Yeah, in a month. Oh, and you have become, and you have become the white assassin. A, a ninja master or uh-huh. something. A kung fu master. A master of kung fu. Yeah. There, there we go. We Ooh, got to it eventually. We got to our objective again. But that's a picture of my best friend, you shout in astonishment. I know, Han Shu says. <laughs> but he's no assassin, you argue. I mean, he cheats a little at checkers and throws an occasional spitball in our Little League games, but he's no killer. Maybe friend change. After all, you change. Friend under evil influence of Black Dragon Society, Han Shu explains. You find and bring back. Maybe we can help him. But must be very careful. Ninja master of brainwash and hypnotism. Maybe friend tried to trick you. I'll do my best, is all you can think to say. He is the Winter Soldier. Maybe they'll fuck in this one, unlike the movie. Which I really wanted in the movie. Wow. (laughs) Don't tell me you two didn't want them to live happily ever after together. No. Me. I, I wanted I wanted the Winter Soldier to die. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when you return to America a few days later, you find Billy. Oh. What? The master the master of the White Lotus Society said that you'd become an assassin, you shout, assuming a fighting stance. Jesus, we missed a scene. What the hell? Yeah, that just went straight into it. <laughs> you must return with me at once to China. White Lotus Society? Are you kidding, he says? They're the biggest bunch of murderers in the Far East. They're led by some nut named Han Shu. They kidnapped me our first day in China, but I escaped the next day and spent the rest of my vacation looking for you. Oh. I'm supposed to go back to China and be a witness against Han Shu if they ever catch him, Billy continues. That's probably why he wanted you to kidnap me and take me back. Billy shakes his head in dismay. So it was all a plot by Han Shu to get you to kidnap Billy, you think, feeling embarrassed at having been tricked so easily? And tricked easily again. Mm -hmm. Unless Billy's lying. Mm -hmm. The end. (laughs) What the hell? Well, I guess I can imagine whatever I want then. Ambiguous ending. Ah. Yep, you can imagine what. And then you kissed Billy and lived happily ever after. Mm -hmm. Smooch, smoochy, the end. (laughs) Yay! We did it, boys. We did wow. we mastered nothing. Kung we Fu? lost our best friend, and then we hung out for a year or no, a month, month, a whole month to become a, scrubbing floors and not letting beetles into tomato patches. And we became a kung fu master. Mm-hmm. 
Supposedly. So we earned that title. Huh. Well, that was a an abrupt ending. Yeah, it was. That was weird. Yeah, it was. I don't know how I feel about this book. Richard. Richard Brightfield. I mean, I'm curious now what the whole other path would have been visiting the you know other temple i'm i'm i don't even know where you would even start to go down the other path like all of the choices in this were awful yeah like going on the tour yeah maybe maybe. yeah that huh like yeah but all of them were either do the obvious thing or yeah or don't look for billy right yeah or do the thing that you think will help you find billy Mm -hmm. like yeah they definitely were like gearing you toward one way huh yeah. Yeah, I don't know about this book. No, I'm not a huge fan there, Mr. Brightfield. Yeah, very wishy-washy on this. I think I still maybe give it a little bit of a recommend just, just to see what the other pathways are. Mm. I mean, a very little recommend. Yeah, no. I could really go either way on this book. Like, I think that's a I have no, I just don't have any investment in this. Like, right. I don't that feel was, invested that was, in it. That was me, like, the whole way through. And, mm-hmm. and I noticed you didn't because you didn't even know what was going on and you were the <laughs> yeah. one reading it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't care where we go. This yeah. one, this choice is stupid. I think based on my lack of interest, I'm just going to say pass on this one. I yeah. don't think it's that great of a book. That having been said, I kind of feel like all of these master of books are. You as the same character mastering different forms of martial arts. Oh. So if you skip this book, I don't know if you can just pick up with the next one. I mean, I imagine they'll probably explain you and your friend Billy, yada yada, whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, fingers crossed Billy's the big bad in all of them. Well, here's the other problem I foresee if that's the case. If you're the same person becoming a different master in everything. And you skip this book, you will never become the master of everything. Mm-hmm. So, sure, yeah, you're Neo. <laughs> I mean, no kung fu, <laughs> right? I mean, you're all you're 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 slow Neo because yeah, Neo you're learned slow, kung Neo. fu immediately, yeah. and it took you a whole month to learn all of kung fu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, so, we'll just have to look forward to the other ones. <laughs> your Neo's kind of a little <laughs> bit off, younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> Little touched in the head. <laughs> they uploaded it directly to your head in the very first day that you were there, but oh, it yeah. took a month for it to, to kick in. Yeah. And there's like, well, it was dial up back then. So that's true. You know, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, dial up takes a little bit still. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if you listened this far and you have made up your mind about the book, go with that because we really don't know. That having been said, uh, be sure to check out our gallery page. That'll be incredibly.com slash gallery. What? What? Incrediblydaring.com? Yeah, that's what I meant. Incrediblydaring.com slash gallery. There we go. Um, And also, if you want to check out any more of our stuff, you can just go to incrediblydaring.com. If you want to check out more books by uh, these uh, these, these Choose Your Adventure type folks, you can go to cyoa.com. I forgot to end episodes. I mean, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Um, So until the next time, uh, which will be a week from now, like it usually is, this is just going poorly. This is going (laughs) very poorly. Um, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jason. I'm Connie. Bye. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.